All right, Sunday night, seven o'clock. Welcome back to the sports phone here on KZUX. I guess it's Portland. I guess it's really only welcome back if you consider it. We finished a week ago. I don't know if welcome back was right, but welcome to the sports phone, everybody here on KZYX. Jerry, uh, that's me. I'm here in Portland as usual, and Jim is hanging out right next to me to my left. Jim, how you doing? It's good to have you uh, in up in Portland. I am feeling like we're so high tech. We got a Portland sports bar in Jerry's house with a TV above it. We've got all the equipment that Rich loaned us all over the sports bar. We got Eddie in the studio and Philo. Hey, Eddie. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well. It definitely. I, this is definitely has. We get. I, this definitely has a more professional vibe to it when we get out the actual gear. Because when I'm when I'm <laughs> when I'm just doing it on my own and you're in the studio, I've got a much more kind of contained, smaller setup. But yeah, we've got we've got us with our setup. Eddie's hanging out in the studio. It's it's a totally different vibe. And we it's funny we we've talked about it before. Just how it is significantly easier for the two of us to do the show when we're in the same room together there's whether a whole it be, different vibe to it whether it be the philo studio or here at the yeah. sports and, and it's not and it's not like an internet thing or like a it's trouble for us to it's just the the fact that we can actually see each other makes things uh a really really different um welcome everybody to the show looking forward to, to enjoying talking sports with everybody for the next uh hour or so we'll get into that uh a little bit as or we'll get into what kind of the show is and what we're going to be doing tonight as we get rolling here but First, I uh, wanted to quickly remind everyone that the pledge drive is going on and ongoing uh, here for KZYX, helping raise money, keep the studio rolling and keep everything keep everything up and running. Ways to contribute. Just get those in your get your notepad ready if you, to get any of these written down if you want to contribute and help KZYX keep on rolling. Uh, KZYX.org. Uh, that is the that's the online way. There's a nice red donate button you can hit from there. You can also text to donate if you text KZYX to the number 44321. That will take you uh, to a link to go to the KZYX pledge page. Um, you can also mail a check to Box 1 in Philo, California, 95466. And then I just discovered earlier today, thanks to Eddie, there's an app you can go to now. I did not know that that was a thing. And um, Eddie, I imagine that's pretty much the same. They can go to the app and there's a, a way to donate directly in the app. That's right. If you uh, check out the app, which you can get on the App Store and Play Store, uh, open it up. You'll see the same red donate button just like on our website in the upper right corner so you can click that and donate that way nice love all the right. kzux as an app makes it makes it e just that much easier to access access all the great all the great content i've got my new pitch here i i think we should make this as the uh as the theme for one of the pledge drives don't make us beg don't make us beg is my theme for the night we are working hard here. We're producing the sports phone from Portland. Eddie is coming in. He's probably been there since six o'clock this morning. Um, this station's going to roll, and we're building a new station. It's it's going to roll no matter matter what. But we need to make it easier. Please donate to the station. We've got a day and a half, two days left. I hear we're finished on Monday. Eddie, give us some details. Yeah, you know the the. 
don't beg is uh, a, a good theme, but the uh, the theme for this fall pledge drive is Mendocino Connected. Um, you know, despite all the hilltops and valleys and windy roads, KZYX is one way that the community, Mendocino County, stays connected. Doesn't matter where you are, it, it transcends those physical boundaries and keeps us in tune with what's going on all across the county, as well as, you know, on a state level and national level. So uh, contribute what you can. Uh, kzyx.org is a great way to do that yeah absolutely and like like eddie said like jim said you know the 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 contributions help keep the station running and then more important than that keeps everyone connected uh as as, you know kzyx has a very wide listening base that spans a very large area uh even though as eddie said there's a lot of mountains and roads in in the way of those areas all right i take that back i'm begging no stop it (laughs) but yeah uh you use all those uh different ways to donate and help keep kzyx up and running um and and we really do appreciate it okay Let's get into the sports phone a little bit here. So if you have never listened to this show before, uh, for the next 55 minutes in change, uh, j- you are going to be in store for Jim and I talking about sports. Uh, we love talking about anything going on in the world of sports, whether that be professional, college, high school, rec league stuff, uh, whatever kind of interesting stories we find, we love talking about it. And more important than that, we like to open up the phone lines once a week on KZYX uh, to let you, the listening audience, talk about whatever you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. It can be anything in the world as long as there is a sports uh, twist to it in some way, shape, or form. We want to hear about it, and uh, we want to make sure you we give you the opportunity and the platform to bring those things up here on the sports phone. The number to call to do that is 707-895-2448. Uh, we're going to start getting calls queued up here, so if you do have anything you want to talk about, feel free to get rolling, but we do have a few things that we want to go through before we dive too far into the show here. The first thing is the quiz question for the week. Uh, we're continuing it. I have a I have a back stock of quiz questions now. I'm very happy about that. I don't have to panic anymore, Jim, with like a come up with a quiz question right before the show starts. I have a little back stock of questions now. Yeah, but um, it really it really doesn't matter. You had a good question. At the last minute, you I found re- a better I question. I replaced it with a better question. <laughs> yes, I had a question ready that I thought was darn good. And then I just like kind of last week, I think, or a couple weeks ago, I, I if I find something good, I'm going to throw it out there. So this question for our listeners, um, if you think, if you know the answer, you want to give it a shot, you can give it a call, uh, 707-895-2448 to answer the question. This question is inspired, and, and I'm going to say in honor of the Los Angeles Lakers, who are on pace to, I think, be the worst shooting team in the history of basketball. Well, for at least for the first three games. If they continue this pace, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I got really curious about just missing shots. Uh, and specifically missing three-point shots because the Lakers just can't, as LeBron said today, we can't uh, put a needle in the ocean right now, uh, huh. which I thought was pretty fair. So here's here's our quiz question for today. Um, there are two players in the NBA that share the record for most missed three-point attempts uh, in a game. I simply want to know who those two players are and what the number of misses is. Uh, again, two players share that record. One player has done it multiple times. He's tied his own the record. The same amount? Yes. One player. So one player has done it six times with the same amount. Wow. The other person has only done it once. Um, I think that one player would miss on purpose just to break his own. You would think. Yeah, absolutely. So again, the question that I'm looking for the answer for, uh, I want to know what individual player holds or what, excuse me, what two NBA players hold the record for the most missed three, uh, three point attempts 
uh, in a game, and I'd also like to know what the number of misses are. And you can do that by giving us a call at 707-895-2448 if you know the answer to that question. Should and, I start uh, with this day? Well, not yet. Okay, we've got some other business to attend to. Yeah, we've got some local stuff to talk about. So we've kind of been waiting. Uh, again, as I've mentioned the last couple of weeks, uh, Jim and I have kind of pivoted and modified the way we are handling uh, the local sports coverage, um, for different reasons, uh, volleyball playoffs are under, not underway. They are, uh, coming up starting next week. Um, and, and there's a lot of local teams that are kind of making the, making the rounds, getting into the playoffs, looking to make deep runs. Um, I think volleyball is a sport that historically going back, even to when I was in high school, the, 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 the KZYX listening base schools, the ones that are in the listening area, have always been good volleyball schools, oh, yeah. and that's not that's not specific to any one school. And just just to be just to be really clear, because it's it's like soccer. There's two different sports. There's boys vo- soccer and girls soccer. This, this is, is girls, girls volleyball, volleyball girls only. Volleyball. Yes, this is girls volleyball only. And like you go back, uh, Anderson Valley has had some of the best volleyball teams in the county, if in not in the in, in if not in the state for small schools. Mendocino's had good teams. Clear Lake has got, you know, you again, it's not just one school in the listening area. Just the, the, the KZYX area listening group or kind of listening area has had really, really competitive schools. Um, uh, so, so we wanted to make sure we got that. So I'm going to get through all of them. If you want to write down and go watch any of these games, uh, definitely do that. I would encourage it. So just going to kind of go through what local teams are in the playoffs, when they play, and where they play uh, as well. We'll get through these um, pretty quick, but I, I want to make sure we give the shout-outs. Starting with the big schools, uh, Ukiah uh, is in division. So the way that the playoffs work, sorry, let me back up one step. I'm going to be reading off divisions. So Division two, Division three, Division four, all the way down to Division six. The higher the division number, the bigger the schools are. So I'm going to start with the big schools and then kind of work my way down to the small schools. Jim, feel free to jump in whenever you would like. But starting with the big schools, uh, Ukiah, they will head down. Jim, do you know where Car, where Car, Karen Dillette High School is? No. Or Karen Delay? I didn't either. Uh, they're going to be heading down to Concord, uh, to play, uh, their volleyball match. Wow. That's yeah, a long, that's way a long to... trip for Ukiah. So Ukiah's got a seven o'clock start, uh, on the 26th. seed are they? They are the 13 seed playing the four seed, uh, down in Concord. Uh, that game will be on the 26th, seven o'clock. So if you're looking to make a trip or you're going to be in Concord for some reason on October 26th, uh, go check out, uh, Ukiah High School against seven o'clock, uh, on the 26th. Moving now to Division Four, so a little bit bigger uh, schools. For instance, that's a little bit smaller. Up, up to four ninety nine, four hundred ninety nine students, I believe. Division four, up to that seems a little no, low. Five hundred. It's like five to eight ninety nine or something. So, like, yeah, something in that range. Yeah, yeah, you're right. D4, yeah, four five hundred eight ninety nine. Yeah, so a couple, couple here. Uh, Middletown. Uh, gets into the playoffs. They will also play at seven o'clock on the twenty-sixth. They will head down. They got another long, not as long of a trip, I think, but they've got to go all the way to San Rafael uh, to play San Rafael High School. Uh, that's a thirteen seed versus a four. So we wish the Mustangs all the best of luck. Uh, big fan of Middletown Athletics, uh, just in general. I've always been a really big fan of the way they run their sports programs love, out, love out in Middletown. Middletown. Uh, I don't think there was anything else in Division Four, so we'll be moving to Division Five now. So. Do you have school sizes for Division Five? I think this is two hundred to four ninety nine. I think four ninety nine, right in that range somewhere. Yep. Um, a lot of them here. 
So Cloverdale, they drew the eight or excuse me, the nine seed. They're going to head to play college prep uh, on that. Again, that'll be on the 25th at seven o'clock. I believe college preps a Bay Area school, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the Bay Area teams. They're the nine. So that'll be the nine seed playing the eight seed. Uh, also in that division, best of luck to the Cardinals of Clear Lake High School. They have drawn the number two seed. Uh, so basically given the second best chance to uh, get out of that bracket. With I the will give them a heads up. Just the fact that that any public school in Division Five, yep. most the successful D five schools, that's a common amount. Uh, Two hundred to four hundred ninety nine. It's it's a formula that works for private schools, and it's really hard. You, yep. It's really hard to uh, compete. And Clear Lake is the number two. That's yep. a big. That's a big one. Yeah. So they've got a home game. So if anyone in the Lake County area wants to check out the the, the second best team in Division Five volleyball in uh in the area, uh, they're playing on the twenty fifth, seven o'clock uh, start. That'll be at Clear Lake High School. They talk about a long trip. Uh, they will take on the visiting Warriors from Hoopa. So that's a talk about a trek for a team coming all the way from Trinity County down to Lake County to play a volleyball match. That's another long trip. Hoopa, uh, Round Valley, both the reservation schools that I know of. They yes. travel far for yeah, every they game. Go, they, that's true. They go a long ways for a lot of games. But yeah, so Clear Lake will be taking on Hoopa. Again, that's a twenty. That's on the 25th, 7 o'clock start uh, at Clear Lake High School. So if you want to go cheer on those Cardinals. And then one more, uh, the 11 seed, the Upper Lake Cougars, I believe, if I remember their name correctly. Uh, they are the 11 seed. They are going to be heading to Salesian College Preparatory at Salesian High School. That's an 11 versus a 6, and that'll be, again, a 7 o'clock start. Uh, on the 25th so if you are in the Tough area for yeah. upper lake Tough good game. luck mike smith mike smith our friend who is i uh, used to be the coach in middle school in upper lake then he was the girls for, coach for on volleyball you know in, in basketball in upper lake he's our always been our friend and now i believe he's the athletic director oh, sure, maybe sure. even the principal yeah ab absolutely so yeah if you're in the area of salesian high school on the 25th at seven o'clock and want to go check out the upper lake cougars feel free to do that and then the last one these are the small schools or the small list of the schools uh, this will be 199 and below, uh, I believe, is the school sizes. A couple of these in Division Six, uh, starting with uh, the Anderson Valley Panthers. They get a home game uh, at seven o'clock on the 26th. So, if you're in Philo or anywhere in the area and want to go check out, I think one of the, I would say one of the most fundamentally sound volleyball programs I've seen in 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 a long time. Like over my history of watching them play, just when you talk about pure fundamentals, they're one of the one of the best. I'll make a statement that the Anderson Valley Panthers volleyball program, I'm gonna I know you always get me with stats, Chair. The the Anderson Valley Panthers over the last twenty five to to thirty years, maybe one of the most successful yeah. sports teams of any division anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just wins, losses, wins, playoff losses, runs, championships. Yeah. Success absolutely. in the playoffs, the yep. whole thing. So they've got a home game. That'll be at seven o'clock on the 26th. So head on down to Anderson Valley High School and cheer on the Panthers. And then the last one, a uh, two listening area teams playing each other. Uh, my alma mater, the Mendocino Cardinals, they get the sixth seed and they draw, uh, Calistoga, whose name, uh, whose team name is slipping me at the moment. Uh, that'll be on the 26th as well, seven o'clock. That game will be at Mendocino High School. Um, so if you want to head out and cheer on the Cardinals, you can do that. Those are all the local games. Um, playoffs, uh, will kind of go, I believe it's like a Monday or excuse me, like a Wednesday, Friday or Tuesday, Friday format normally. So we will be several rounds in, uh, 
by the time we start up our show first next round week. is tuesday wednesday second round is saturday friday saturday okay yeah so start it so on sunday we'll be a couple rounds in and be able to update and then we'll also have i think we'll have other brackets to discuss starting next week as well as soccer and football kind of come to a close as well but wanted to get all that out of the way uh, and give a shout out to all the local schools that are in the playoffs um i i'm a firm believer in kind of cheering on and, and highlighting local high school sports so if you're in the area of any of those schools for whatever reason uh go check them out go cheer on the local teams uh you know give them a good push and hopefully they, we can get some deep runs in the playoffs it's always fun for us to cover uh ukiah last year for baseball they made a really deep playoff run that was really fun uh to to cover as well as you know we've done soccer and football and other sports as well so yeah Absolutely. 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Phone lines are open. Uh, and I know you were chomping at the bit, ready to do on this day in sports right there uh, before I got into the, the local stuff. So with that, go for it. What happened today remind, on October reminder, 23rd? The, the phone lines are open for the trivia question. Yes. What two players hold the record for the most missed three-point shots in an NBA game? Yes. What a proud... Curious how many they made in those games. <laughs> What's that? Curious how many they made in those games. I didn't get the ad, like their actual stats. I just saw how many they made. I almost said one of the games names. Yeah, don't do that. Games. Don't they do that. Said, what, what do you got for today in sports? Today in sports. October 23rd, 2022. Um, That's today. On, in October 23rd in 1871. You know, I wasn't that interested in... Um, and that I just was amazed that they have something in 1871. It was the third America's Cup boat race. The mm -hmm. U.S. downed the uh, United Kingdom. Something that has come up on the show before. Some something in the America's Cup. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to to say it. That I just wanted to say that that was 1871. And they're still talking about it. I liked another one. As I saw, I'm just going to mention this. It didn't jump out at me, but Babe Ruth was in there this year. And he seems to be in it every week for something, you know. And in get, 19 get this one out, then we do have a call, Jim. So go ahead. What's that? Get this, get this one out, and then we're going to get a call in. So go ahead. In 1945, Jackie Robinson signed his, I believe, his first contract in the Major League Baseball with with Montreal, a sub a, a farm team for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yep, yep, that was that is correct. All right, let's get that first call on. Hello, caller, are you on the air? Hello, caller. Are you there? That's a hang-up, I think, Jim. Uh, looks like we might have lost the caller there, but give us a call back, 707-895-2448. Uh, sorry for the, uh, the miscommunication there. But yeah, give us a call, and uh, we'll get you back on the air. I, th I think we got a caller here right now. Awesome. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yes. Awesome. Hello. Hello. When, this is Wendell. Um, I used to be against uh, the uh, Indian casinos, but... Uh, I kind of think that uh, we did them some some dirt, and now we're we're paying them back with our, our dollars. But anyway, um, I'm sort of against gambling of any sort because I've had a family member have to go through um, bankruptcy and rehab because mm -hmm. of an addiction. So um, I'm going to vote no on both 26 and 27. I just wonder what anybody else has to say about those two on the ballot. Well, from 
I, I, I won't comment on on the ballot stuff specifically, uh, just because it's not directly sports related in the sense of like gambling and sports are very inherently tied together. And I, I don't know specifically what the what the 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 ballot measures are, but I'm happy to have a conversation about sports gambling, Jim, in in in, in a larger picture. Um, sports gambling's taken a huge jump in the last yeah. five years, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's Any- really bizarre to me to see and i and again i apologize this is kind of a tangent off of off of the question from from the caller but it's it's i think it's the kind of the right direction to take it um it's really bizarre to me to see the nfl advertising to gamble on their own sport and, and the nba is the same way it's it's really weird to see like and i'm watching a commercial for a pro sports game and it, during that game the league is doing an ad with whoever partner they have, like, hey, come bet on the game you're actually watching. It's it's really really weird. So is it changing the whole idea? Like when I grew up, people gambled in the back rooms of bars. I I, I actually was one of them. I used to play cards in the back room yeah. of bars. But the whole world, the whole idea of gambling, it was like considered a bad thing, almost illegal. Now we're advertising gambling for for sports. It's just an amazing. Yeah, it's turnaround. You, you also have made the change where I think you hear this a lot of the time because it's all digital now when you talk about sports gambling, like in, in the sense of you doing so much of it from an app on your phone. Uh, it's you don't, I think, have the same sense of you're losing money. Like it's really easy to lose a lot of money quickly because you're not in a casino, you know, placing bets on a game or anything. It's just you're just placing a bet on your phone. It's coming straight out of your bank account, so it so it changes a little bit there. Uh, oh, wait, wait, we got another call in here. Take it. Keep it. Yeah, hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi, two things. Hi, guys. Um, I used to watch a lot of Lakers, and I never saw Shaq make a basket for a free throw or a three point. Is that is that is he one of the ones? No, no, he is not a part of the cur- the the problem that the Lakers have currently. Uh, cause he's, he's, he's been retired for a while. Um, but he was different in the sense of, he actually it, had a good shooting. Percentage. Yeah. It wasn't his job. It wasn't Shaq's job to make the shots that the Lakers are struggling with right now. Cause the, the Lakers are struggling with making shots from honestly, like 10 feet or more. The Lakers can't make a shot so, right now. I, okay. So it's right now. And the other thing I wanted to ask you guys is what in the world has happened to uh, Rogers, he's just not playing football anymore. Oh yeah, let's Aaron get into Rogers. It. Oh yes. <laughs> oh boy, got Call, a good one there, caller. Caller, how familiar? What I is guess. It? What is it? You think he should quit, or or do you think he's what having a heartache or something? I I don't know what's gone on. Mm-hmm. I used to love to watch him. He was precision, but lately, yeah. last last few games, he's just a dud. Are, are Carl? I'm curious. Are you a Packers fan or an Aaron Rodgers fan? If you had to pick one or the other of those two, uh, or both, I'm both. Both. Okay. My, my answer to this. So, for for listeners that may not be totally familiar, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who's the the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who historically has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, who's having a pretty bad year right now, and the Packers dropped another game today. I think they've lost two or three in a row. Um, I had yeah, a. I've a, seen a them. Yeah. So, caller, my my response to this is, um, there's a sports broadcaster that I'm a really big fan of, and and he talks about this concept of the more noise and the more drama 
there is off the field, the worse the performance of the team or the individual is going to be on the field. And I just think every time I hear Aaron Rodgers come up nowadays, 75% of the time, it's not, a, it's not about football. It's about his vaccine stuff. It's about some other political thing he said on, a, on the radio. It's about him taking drugs and admitting to it. It's just, there, there's, he, he seems like he's so all over the place. I, I don't know what, how focused he is. They, they also have problems as a team, just like roster wise. I think they have issues, but the bigger thing I have with Aaron Rodgers is it just seems like there's so much drama with him. That's not football related and any athlete yeah, with around you. It's not I good. totally agree. I totally agree. There's just too much about Aaron Rodgers that's all over the place. Yep, absolutely. Jim, go ahead and get, get in here, and then we'll get this next call on. Uh, I was still commenting on, on Thank gambling you. and steroids. Thanks for the call. Oh, you, nothing about Aaron Rodgers stuff? Yeah. Okay, let's get the next call on. Hello, caller. You are on the air. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, uh, good. Well, maybe I got this right. We will see. It looks like Kobe Bryant missed 30 shots in a game. I don't know what game it was, but it was in 2002 on November 7th. (laughs) So that that is incorrect. Uh, So the reason it is incorrect, if you want to take another crack at it and call back, is I am not looking for the total number of missed shots by a player. Specifically, I want to know the the, the number of missed three-point shots. Uh, Okay, I'll see what I can find. Can I give a clue? You cannot give a clue. Come on, I'm ready to give a clue. If you want to give, I'll I'll allow. No, it I'll save want. it. Save it. Let okay. Someone else. So guess. to restate the question uh, in its entirety one more time, because I like to whenever we get a guess, someone might hear. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know what the question is. Um. So there are two players in NBA history that share the record for the most missed three point attempts in a single game. Uh, two players have done it. They have the same number. I would like to know who those players are and what the number is. All right, we've we, we got a. Well, Wide variety. I barely got through the. Yeah, if you had anything, because we day. we don't have any calls at the moment. So if you I wanted to say anything about the gambling another stuff, comment. I just yeah, go back to that. something. You know, I'm six. I, I like to say it now and then. I'm 68 years old. I've seen a lot in sports in 68 years. Yeah. How about this turnaround in my lifetime? Oh, we're back to the, on this day. No, this is uh, about the, uh, the the gambling, the gambling stuff. Okay, go ahead. Yep. In my lifetime, I have seen steroids. Get eliminated from sports, and we all thought steroids were bad. And I've seen gambling come into sports. Yeah, and I grew up thinking they were both bad. So now we got rid of one, and we we got another. Do you want to even venture a guess at the amount of money gambled in sports in twenty twenty one? Do you want to take what's any the definition guess? of the money amount gambling? of bets placed on sporting events? That's split. the dollar amount of bets placed. Legal bets placed. Yes. Do you Not want to do bet- background of not not at the back of fudgy's box. yes not in the back uh and i will tell i will tell you also this number is a year-over-year increase of 165 percent compared to 2020 okay go 57.2 billion dollars so and obviously i contributed I from paid, i don't think they paid out that much no not at all somebody's I, making money I, I contributed i think a couple hundred to that but yeah, it's 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 bizarre. I I have other opinions about it. Like the other one, I just think is bizarre. Going back to advertising, is it still baffles me that 
the NFL is advertising or other pro leagues are advertising, hey, bet on our sports, but the athletes aren't allowed to bet in any way. It's just there's so much weirdness to it. Uh, we got another call coming. In. Let's get that going. Hello, caller. Are you on the air? Well, good evening, gentlemen, up in Portland. Good evening, hey, Vince. How, how you doing up here? How, how is it up there, Jim? Is it a little chillier? It was brutal. It's actually about um, it's a little rainier. You brought the we, rain. It, it, we brought about two, three inches of rain since we've been here. But um, right. what we also brought we we brought us a very disappointing loss up here. The Lake <laughs> the Portland just beat the Lakers today by one, and that was disappointing. Oh, me. I, I, I wasn't sure if I could mention it. I was kind of like, oh, but it was earlier. Oh, so I, yeah. maybe, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you how the, how Jerry's new team, the Blazers, are doing. I oh, we're gonna talk. I, I I'm excited. I think they're fun. They're young. They 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 can score. I don't know how good they're going to be defensively. I have questions about their their depth at it in terms of their big guys. I think they're going to struggle with that a little bit, but I think they're going to be yeah. really fun to watch. I can uh, tell you right a now. Very fun team to watch. This I can tell you right now, he was cheering for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was joking when I said it was his team. Uh, I, 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 Vince, I, w- I would say this to summarize my answer to, to how I, what are, what are my thoughts on the Blazers? Compared to last year, I'm very excited to be a season ticket holder this year. Hmm. Oh, I, I think you should be, especially if you get some some good uh, out of town matchups. You know, it'd be fun to watch Memphis or uh, uh, Portland, or I mean uh, New Orleans. You know, teams yep. like that. You get to maybe an opportunity to see some really fun players. Um, but yeah, I wanted to chime in really quick on the betting, just because this this goes you know rings true with me and Jim here. Is, is gambling is the main reason there's instant replay? Sure. Sure. Go ahead and expand on that, Vince. Yeah, well, what do you mean? But I, 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 think I, go, I think I get where you're going with it, but go ahead, expand on that. Well, I'm just saying, like, on, you know, on TV, when they, they go, they're like, oh, good thing we have instant replay. We've got to get it right. you got to get it right because someone's got money. And you were making the comment earlier, like, oh, wait, wait, Jim, I'll tell you, tell you how much money people spent in gambling last year. All these snowbirds go down to these nice, sunny, warm places and just throw money at sports. And because of that, bottom line, I guarantee you that that there's been lobbying and, 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 and influence at all the major sports to, hey, instant replay is good for you. Yeah, especially when you get into like how a lot of the common betting works, where you're betting, is the total score going to be over or under this number? Or is this team going to win or lose by more or less than this amount? Like those, those types of things, when you're talking about the score is the, what you're betting on, replay making sure those scores are accurate is yeah. is is important to to, to betting and, and getting uh, I, it. I'm, like not, I'm, and, and I, I and I'm not saying it's the, I'm not saying it's the only reason Jim I'm saying they had influence yeah absolutely oh I agree 100 percent oh, I know I never even thought about that I I'm so against um, challenging any referees um call that 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 i never even thought about having anything to do with gambling i'd rather see the people lose money even if the ref makes a bad call <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that person would want to lose that money it's the risk that's the risk you take you know i mean J- jerry and i both play fantasy sports and that that by itself is a form of, of, of gambling but it's very minor but it throws you for a loop when you're like good grief that guy got 10 extra yards you gave that guy a touchdown i you know <laughs> it just so I can no, see where people playing with real money, you know, want to make a, you know, the, you the, that money mean something. Just to keep this real here, 
for every person that wins because they reviewed the play, there was somebody that lost because they yeah. reviewed. It. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure that changes anything it, as 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 far as the I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't think it changes things, Jim. It just became a part of the. It became a part of sports. I, I, I'll be interested to see how how popular gambling got and when it happened, to when instant replay started becoming more and more a part of every sport. You know, I think it started in the NFL and slowly has made its way into every single sport. They both they definitely so, have a correlation. Whether that's the reason is is what I'm questioning, but mm. definitely from a timeline, Vince, they. They definitely happened around the same time, at least within the same decade. Yeah, no, easily, easily. Yeah. Well, that, so, was, that was my take on the ga- that was my take on gambling. So, <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. Um, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Feel free to give us a call if you want to get on the sports phone here. On uh, you got anything you want to talk about? Anything in, related to gambling or anything else in the sports world? Feel free to give us a call. Um, Vince, while I have you here. I, I very rarely do this because I think it's it goes against the the point of the show to uh, try to steer callers in a specific direction. You so at me about I that. have, but I'm going to break my own rule here. So Vince, if you had something else you want to talk about, feel free to just shut this down and we can move on. But are you calling to talk about the the, um, the huge list of bizarre running stories you you sent us? <laughs> Yes, I, I found these to be absolutely wonderful. And it, it, I think last week running r- running was on the show as a topic. Yeah. And so Sir, as the week progressed yeah, as the week progressed, all of these stories came to my <laughs> to my, my uh attention. The first one was um let's see here, what's your name? Gina Little, who is yeah. a seventy seven year old woman who just finished the, let me see here. Earned her Abbott World Marathon Major six-star finisher medal at age 77 and has run 602 marathons. That is absolutely wonderful. And, Jim, I know you can, you know, have a little, you know, respect for this considering what your mom said. Oh, yeah. but, uh, I thought that was a great, a great story. Yep. And then... <laughs> and then we're, we're gonna oh, get for, for listeners here. We're gonna get progressively more bizarre with these stories. That's the most I think standard one that seventy-seven-year-old woman completed all you six of the, the major marathons. I want to hear. I want to hear mine. Go we're, ahead. We're gonna get progressively more crazy here. Go ahead, Vince. Yeah, the first one was just a, a beautiful story of someone with just determination in her heart. Yeah. The second one involves a Japanese runner solving four hundred. And twenty Rubik's cubes during the marathon. <laughs> he smashed his previous record or the previous record by hundred and sixty-six cubes, solving one every one hundred meters for forty-two point two kilometers. That's twenty-six miles for you Americans. But just I, I want to yeah. just repeat that for Vince, just one time. If anyone's ever ran a marathon, I ran one, and yeah, okay. and. This person, and I've also tried to do Rubik's Cubes. I've never completed even one. And this person did Rubik's Cubes while running the marathon. I, I, I just had to say that one more time. <laughs> I, think, I think that's my favorite of the three right there, for sure. Yeah, I have two comments Jerry on did. that. I have two, yeah. two things, because I watched the video of this. 
first thing, he's not going at necessarily a slow pace. Like he looks like he's running a marathon. It doesn't look like he's, you know, slowing down necessarily to have to think. You got a picture of him? I I watched a video of this. Okay. He's, it's not like he slowed down a ton, um, to work on these Rubik's cubes. He's going at a pretty nice pace. But then the thing I thought was more interesting about this, because we, we had a caller, or it might have been you, Vince, we had somebody call in a couple weeks ago, talk about like uh in the bike race thing, how there's the guy that would or the runner that had the the teammate that would, you know, get hand off the water, get ahead of him, hand off the water. Right. Guy's got a guy running next to him with a bag of Rubik's cubes. <laughs> so he finishes one, hands it to this guy who puts it in a bag. And then this guy pulls out the next one. So this, there's a guy running this completed a marathon with a bag of Rubik's cubes. So he could keep <laughs> handing them to this other guy. Boy, and, I, and I thought, I thought Tim from Moscow, when he called up and was explaining to us how the, yeah, the how the uh, work of, like, Tour de France bikers work as a team. There's a team, one guy <laughs> doing Rubik's cubes, the other guy organizing. That's a lot of Rubik's cubes to run with. <laughs> oh, it's so, impressive. So that leads, that, that kind of leads into my next one. Oh, this one, which is, which, which is okay. So somebody apparently wanted to establish a world record in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yes, and so he Hugo Paredes ran a marathon, and this is the impressive part: three hours and forty-two minutes, while carrying a fifty-four-inch ironing board and an iron. So before you know, we get iron. into that story, yeah. so, so 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 to get before we get into that, going back to the other one. Did that guy break a, a Guinness World Record by carrying the most Rubik's cubes during a marathon when he had the bag and he was just handing them off? Like he he, he had to accomplish an extra goal there. That's so a great anyway, question. Th- yeah, yeah, it's a great so, question. So th- to, to establish the record, he had to he had to run at least a five hour marathon, which he did by plenty. Sure. Um, did the guy did the guy iron stop and iron any clothes? No, I, just <laughs> just carried the stuff. I, I'm just trying to figure out what the purpose of why would you choose those items? That's what my question was. <laughs> iron and an ironing board. I don't know. 707-895-2448. Could someone bring some sanity to this, the sports phone? This phone? this one is, here's, <laughs> I remember, I think is I had a Guinness World Record book, I think from like 2002. And it was a pretty thin book. I, I want to know what that book is like now. That because th- yeah. people are just making stuff up. Well, that's like, what it's about, right? But th- then you can go out and try to break it, right? But so, but get it. Like I, I just what's this guy thinking? Is he going through? Did he like look through a list of? And then we can we can move on from this. But did he look through a list of like what things have been run, like have been carried when running a marathon? It's like, Maybe. all right, I can't do I can't do a toilet seat that's been used. I can't do this and this. Like, oh, I had, no one's done an ironing board and gets to that. It's it's impressive. I think it's it's cool that he did it in under you know in, in under four hours, but it's just so ridiculous. So ridiculous. I would I would like to know, Jerry, if you can find I, I couldn't find at the time the the guy the Japanese guy ran doing the cubes. Like, what was his marathon time that race? I, that, that'd be interesting to me. It didn't it didn't say in the article I had, um, and I would also like to see the list of other items carried in a marathon that this guy didn't use. Because they've already taken. <laughs> well, like, oh, like, good stuff. Yeah, I'd like to move on here. Hey, I, I want <laughs> time. It's it's time to give a clue for. Oh, okay. Let me guess. Yeah, yeah, Vince, go ahead. Get your guess. Jim gives the clue, and then then we'll. we'll the trivia on. question I'm is. Gonna, wait a minute. The trick trivia question is. 
Who has missed the most threes in an NBA game? There's two people tied for the record. Yeah. Go ahead, Vince. I'm going to throw two names out there just real quick because of, of the amount of shots they take. Ray Allen and Kobe Bryant, and the number is 12. <laughs> they, are, they are both in the top 25 for most missed threes. Neither one of them have the, have the record. For okay. The okay. Well, here, I have a trivia question for you guys. All right, and okay. it, happened this it, it, it happened this week. It was the first time something happened in a major league postseason game, and it happened this week. Baseball. Yes. Baseball. Yep. First time something happened. 707-895-2448. There's two different trivia questions. Something that's general as that. Something happened major for the first time this week in a major league baseball playoff game. And who's missed the most? And I will say, I want to give a clue. And Vince sort of gave the this clue out without even knowing it, I think. But it is somebody that did t don't, both of the people took a lot of shots. I mean, you have to be someone that took a lot of shots. So Kobe Bryant yeah, is yeah. a pretty good guess. I'll bet he's yeah. had games when he's when he's missed a good amount, but not like uh, not like these two players <laughs> who, who have missed missed a lot. Kobe's in the running. Jerry, have you no. lost technology? Seven zero seven eight nine five. Well, I'll I'll let you guys go here, but uh, I'll listen in and see if anybody else gets that answer, or if you guys can say it before the end of the show. Thank you very much, and uh, if you're out there listening. Donate. Thank you. Thanks, Vince. All right. We still don't have a winner here, Jer. Yeah. I have another clue I could add because I don't think that clue, that was a pretty kind of like vague clue. Um, I have a, I have a specific clue I could give if you would like. Go ahead. Both of these players are left-handed. Hmm, that's yeah. a good clue. I, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's going to help anybody, but both of these players are, are left-handed, uh, which I just kind of thought of there. Uh, sorry about the uh, me disappearing there for a second. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about. About 18 minutes left on the show here, so plenty of time to get in and give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, I haven't had a chance to dive into Vince's question yet. I'm going to kind of look into it a little bit here. Um but uh, yeah, give us a call if you've got anything you would like to talk about. So, I, Jim, I know where I want to go from here. I know what I want to talk about. But if you, you want to know one more this day, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, go for it. If you had, if you had one more, go for it. The same day, in 1964, was the first time that volleyball, men's and women's, was in the Olympics ever. 1964, sure. October 23rd, 1964. They added. I thought volleyball was one that went way back. The men's and the women's, both uh, Japan defeated the Soviet Union in the first women's volleyball for a gold medal. Yep. And in 1964, on this same day, October 23rd, the Soviet Union won the men's. I'm not sure who they beat. Joe, where do you want to go? Well, I just really want to say that's one of my favorite sports to watch during the Olympics is six-on-six oh. six volleyball. It's so much fun. I like so it way better fun. than beach volleyball. Yeah, yeah it's a different, it's a totally different sport, but so much fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 707-895-2448. Looks like we got a call coming in, and then we'll we'll keep going from there. So, hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, um, this is Michael from Fort Bragg, and you just gave away the answer. I knew one of them had to be James Harden. Yep, James Harden yeah. is one. Ding. Yeah, and the other one's got to be Damon Stoudemire. It is Damon Stoudemire. Ding, 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 yep. ding, ding. 
Did you just guess those, or did you look them up? I'm just curious. I don't know. No, man. I, I knew I knew James Harden had to be one of them when you said left-hander. All I could think about, I remember watching Damon Stoudemire light up uh, mm-hmm. the Stanford Cardinal in in in, uh, in Palo Alto many many years ago, and he's the only other left-handed shooter that I can think of. Yeah, and so Damon. here's the. Here's the funny thing about this stat. Uh, so the record is 16. So Damon Stoudemire and James Harden both missed 16 threes in one game. This is the thing I found that was most interesting about it. Uh, Stoudemire did it once. James Harden has done it six times. So he has. Oh no, the- he's an awful shooter. He's terrible. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not a terrible shooter. Oh, I, he just uh, shoots yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, I remember the remember the old term gunner. Yeah. No, yes. he is a gunner. Oh yeah, that's oh, not he's an a old term. He's a I, I have. I have lots of takes on James Harden that we don't we are probably not appropriate for this for this show. I, I want to know hey, what, one, what one is other thing Harden? I want to throw out that you is um, maybe somebody else can elaborate on it is like why is San Jose State the standard bearer for football in the Bay Area now as opposed to like uh, you know Stanford or Cal? Seems like the only decent football team, college football team in the Bay Area now is San Jose State. Ooh, that's a that's a really yeah, good qu- yeah. football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because they're having a good they're they're having a pretty good year. Um, well, look at look at Cal barely beat UNLV. Stanford, yep. um, in San Jose State clobbered UNLV, and um, Cal lost to Notre Dame. Stanford yep. beat Notre Dame in South Bend, but really, it seems like lately the standard bearer for decent football in the Bay Area has been San Jose State. So, yeah, anybody yeah. can elaborate. Else can elaborate on that. I'd love to hear what they have to say. Yeah, for for sure. Um, we have another call on on hold, but I do want to answer this real quick for you because I, I do have an opinion on this. Um, in broad terms, I, I think to a certain degree, and this is not one hundred percent correct, the but I think there is some accuracy to it. The further west you go, the 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 there's a somewhat of a drop in college in the quality of college football. Like if you think about where the the North qu- and West, where the quality no, because you've you've got the big the Big Ten, yeah, okay, you've got right, Michigan right, and Ohio right, State right, stuff. Right. Um, so I think that's part of it. Now there's exceptions to that in the sense you have like Oregon, UCLA is having a good year, but as you go west, the there's challenges for West Coast schools. But the bigger thing I would say to that is when you talk about the Bay Area in college football, Stanford and Cal specifically, they are not year in and year out football powerhouses and it's because i don't think they necessarily want to be they are going to well, have and I, and I, go ahead yeah, you know one thing i think though um you know and i think this has a lot to do with it if you're a recruit and um you were you went to a stanford game or a cal game and then you went to uh game of tennessee where would you want to play yes absolutely <laughs> yeah. It's all you know, would you want to play in a half-empty stadium with a bunch of people who don't care about football? Or would you want to play in front of a totally packed stadium with 70,000 people with a bunch of rabid fans who um, who are totally into the game? And I think that's the huge difference between West Coast football and, you know, football in the South, football in the Midwest. I think the exception would probably be Oregon. Oregon can fill their stance with rabid fans. I think UW does an okay job. But I think really the populations in those areas really don't support college sports to the extent that they do in the South. You know, and they have, and they have options too in the way that something like Oregon does it because there's nothing else to do in Eugene for sports other than go watch the Ducks. Yeah. But in the yeah. area, yeah. I can go watch the Niners, the Giants, the A's, the Warriors. Like a wine tasting. 
Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you can, can do that as well. Hey, I, I appreciate the call. I'm going to get this next one. Right. On, but that, yeah, it's a really good topic. I have other kind of thoughts I could definitely get to on that. Yeah, I love the show, you guys. I'll call you back again next week, perhaps. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. All right, thanks for waiting. Hello, caller. Are you on the air? Hi. Um, to anybody who's listening, this is not exactly the perfect time, but it's a perfectly good time to make a contribution to KZYX. And tomorrow morning is also a good time. And I'm sure before the show ends, somebody will remind you what the phone numbers are. But that's not why I called. Are you All still right. there? Good yeah, right. go for it. What, what, what do you got for us? Well, speaking of Jim Thorpe, as we have been over the last couple of months, when you were talking about lacrosse recently, in case you didn't infer it, Jim Thorpe was also quite a good lacrosse player. I, bu- I buy that. I, I believe it yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. So... And you were also talking about how when you're um, discussing a game or when you're announcing a game, that if it's a baseball game, you can just say ball. And so here's another question for you. Jim Thorpe was a champion, a collegiate champion, in another activity, which includes the word ball. But without any other words, you could not describe the activity for, in a way that anybody could understand what you were talking about. Okay. And I will tell you that the activity is very athletic, but okay. it is not referred to as a sport. Okay. All right. Is it? So do okay. you want to figure out what it is? I guess I guess the only the only the only question I, I have, just to make sure I understand correctly, if I was gonna go out and do this activity, am I telling my friend, hey, I'm going to do blank ball, or is ball in the like the name if I'm telling someone I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do this activity? Ball is in the name. But you would it, need but, more than just the word ball for your friend to know what you were talking about. Interesting. And it's not considered technically a sport. Nope. But it's very athletic. Yeah. yeah. I. So, uh, you want to take a guess? You want me to call back later? I would say, with the amount of time, we only have about 10 minutes left. So, I truly yeah. don't have a guess here. Jim, do you have anything off the top of your head? I have no idea. Okay. I, Carl, I just would love to hear the answer because I have nothing right now for this. <laughs> he was an intercollegiate ballroom dance champion. Sure. Okay. Ballroom dancing. Ball. So, so here's Here we go with what is a sport. No, no, no. So we're not going to get into that. But here's my favorite thing about that caller, and this is something that uh, I had friends uh, in college that played football um, at at Linfield where I went to school, and yep. they yep. took ballroom dancing as an elective for footwork, for footwork yep. stuff for for the coordination yep. and yeah. They, ballroom dancing, well, any kind of couple dancing, is very complicated. Absolutely. And it is very athletic. Yeah. And well, it's a lot of fun, but it also is many athletes are really good dancers. Yep. Some athletes are terrible dancers, and I don't get how they can be such good athletes and such really bad dancers. <laughs> it's well, true. You, you, you know, if, if you think about it, caller, the um, think of what 
I, I don't know. About 10, 15 years ago, all of a sudden there was a dancing contest on television, yeah. mainstream. What was it called? Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars, and, where they'd have a superstar, yeah. uh, somebody, yeah. be an athlete. And since then, dancing has gotten more and more competitive. Yeah. And cheerleading now is basically dancing in the pro basketball era. Yeah. Compe well, competitive cheer is always competitive good. cheer, and they're and they're th that's a dancing competition as well. Yeah. So I understand. I understand. Well, there, there's been competitive dancing for a really long time. Um, I don't. I I myself do a lot of dancing, but my feeling is that you win when you both get there at the same time rather than competing. Yeah. But there have been dance competitions for a long time. And in fact, there's now a big scandal in um, traditional Irish step dancing because judges have been being bribed. Oh, it, uh, so it's, <laughs> they're moving into the sports world. But at <laughs> at yeah. any rate, I thought that you all could appreciate the uh, this comment oh absolutely um and to kind of put a bow on that you want to take the in my opinion the prime example of what you said caller how there's some athletes that are crazy good dancers and some that are not yeah. go look up yeah. on on dancing with the stars go look up highlights of jerry rice arguably the best wide receiver in the history of football and watch him trip and fumble his feet trying to dance oh. and then watch chad johnson who's another one of the best wide receivers in the history of football, just looked like it was he had been doing it his whole life. It was fascinating. Interesting. Well, they do all those, those um, uh, drills for how to move your feet in, in all sports. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why they don't encourage more dancing because you really do need to know where your feet are and what they're doing. Yep. When you're dancing, so I took, a, I took a dance class in college, and it was all football and basketball players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they want them in there to to have them work on. I don't think it's necessarily the dance part. It, it well, it's the dancing is is the effect that leads them to have better coordination, better like yeah, small right. space footwork movement stuff. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. I would have never gotten that. That's 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 good to know with Jim Thorpe. <laughs> in. Add it to the list. There's nothing this guy was not good at apparently. <laughs> well. He, 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 there weren't things he was not good at, but um, there were many things at which he was very good. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, thanks for the so call. Don't forget to make your contribution to KZYX, folks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, let's add, add that little. Uh, that, that we really, we really need help with with it with pitching, and I appreciate that call so, so much. Seven zero seven eight nine five. Two four four eights to be on the sports phone. Yep. And speaking of that, we got one right here. So, hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, guys. Good evening. This is Bill from Philo. Hey, Bill. What do you got for us? Hey, how you doing? Doing well. Can you yeah. think of a sport that has been directly affected by climate change? Ooh. Any outdoor sport? I uh. An outdoor sport that has been directly affected by climate change. So my answer to this, I think every it, it, outdoor sport. Well, he's uh -huh. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. get a little bit more specific of this, the first example that came to mind for me, Bill, um, was because I think I would argue that this is directly an impact from climate change. 
Um, there were multiple high school football games uh, last week in Oregon that were that were canceled or rescheduled because of the wildfires and the and then the air quality of the wildfires. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah. I, I All right. Think, maybe I, I'll be more specific. Professional yeah, so, sports. Professional sports. Okay. Professional sports. I. <sighs> Boy, he's got me on this one. The first one that came to mind, and I have no nothing to back this up. Uh, would was surfing for some reason, professional ah. surfing. But but I have, I'm kind of with Jim. I I think it's any outdoor sport. I could see the case for it. Is is there something specific that you had, Bill? Like an Let's example? Or yeah, there is. Yeah, go for it. Baseball. Baseball. Sure. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because for the first change. time in the history of the game, we went through an entire season without ash bats. And that was directly related because I was going to say I, I hope you bring up this topic that you emailed me. Yeah. Before you comment on the the um, the uh, environmental and and the reason that climate change is affecting the, the ash bats is most people my age know that all bats, little league, high school, college, professional, all baseball mats were made out of well, that's out of white ash, and I had no idea they even changed. But go ahead. Yeah. Why? Go ahead, Bill. Expand on yeah. this. Well, um, it has been the standard bat in profession, Major League Baseball for, you know, a century. Uh, it's something about the grain of the wood, the way um, it gives the ball an extra little juicy jump after contact. Uh, anyway, there is an insect that has been attacking white ash, eastern ash, and the forests are basically gone. And Major League Baseball literally has had to give up on ash, and they're experimenting with other woods now, um, primarily oak. And a lot of the players are not happy about it. But it's related to climate change because the droughts uh, and heat waves that are affecting certain parts um, of the areas where the ash grows have made the trees weak and they can't uh, fight off the insect infestation. So baseball has to look for um, a substitute that the players are comfortable with, and so far uh, they haven't come up with anything. Yeah. Ten seconds, Bill. Yeah, yeah, we're going to we're, we it. wrap up. Yeah. Yo, it's, it's, yeah, thanks, Bill. I, I appreciate okay. it. It's, it's interesting because you get into production, and you also you get into, like, production of the bats, and then you get into – like, how does it feel for the player? There's so many elements that's like, is that oh, okay? We're not just switching wood. There's so many questions that they go into that. And so heard maple is is one of the numbers. Right, one. right. But that, yeah, so then you get the question of like, is maple as easy to make a bat out of? Does it feel the same for the player? There, there's so many, so many pieces to that. All right, I think with that we're gonna wrap it up. I think we'll call it there. Uh, we're at seven fifty nine. Uh, we're gonna call it. And uh, and move on. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the show. Again, it is Pledge Drive is going on. Uh, so if you would like to contribute to KZYX, you can do that. Um, call the station during business hours. Uh, you can go online, kzyx.org. You can uh, go through the uh, KZYX app as well as other, as other methods as well. Uh, but Jim, it was a pleasure. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. That'll be October 30th, the night before Halloween. It'll be the spooky edition of and the Sports thank, thank you, Eddie. Yes. Give us one more heads up there. Thanks for being with us, Eddie. It sounds like Eddie's going to be with us for a couple in November as well. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Happy to do it, guys. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to everyone next week. 
This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.